So I like to talk, like a lot. And now I have my own podcast, which you should listen to. This is Everything in Between. Welcome back everyone to this episode of Everything in Between. Today I'm sitting here with my very good friend Santiago and we will talk to you about why we chose to come to Germany. So, welcome Santiago. Hi Maria, thank you for having me in this time. Welcome, thank you for agreeing. <laughs> yeah, of course, so you made me agree, so it's not that I have much Fair enough. choice. So, tell me, why did you choose to come to Germany? Well. That's a difficult question because I've, I think I've been like too long here so that I don't ask myself that anymore. But I think I would say it started because I went to a German school at home in Colombia. And there I had the chance to write this, um, I would say, you, you could say it's the German version of the SAT. It's called Abitur, which is some sort of, a, of an entrance exam for, the, for German universities. Okay, so like a standardized ACT, SAT type of test. Yeah, exactly. At the end, you just get like a... Certificate. Certificate with a grade and that serves as like a, your entrance. For the university. Yeah, exactly. I think that was the main reason, but I think it was also clear that education would be better here than in Colombia. Pause for a second. So at your school in Colombia, you already knew German. Yeah, I started learning German in first grade, even though it was just one hour a day. Um, and only since seventh grade, I had almost every class in German. So I would say that I really started learning German in seventh, seventh grade. Wait, so in seventh grade, every single class you had was in German? Almost every single class. Of course, we had, uh, of course we had uh, like all the language classes, Spanish, of course, and uh, English and French. Almost everything else in German. Maybe we had each year a few exceptions. For example, I don't know physical education or uh, music. But other than other than that, it was everything in German. Was that difficult? Was like a weird transition going from sixth grade, where your classes are not mostly in German, to just completely learning in German? I mean, the vocabulary has to be different, right? That was too long ago. I can't <laughs> remember. But I would say at that age, you just don't question yourself. If it's difficult or not, you just kind of get used to it. And I gotta admit that many things I only learned in German. For example, if you ask me about, I don't know, biology stuff, I could explain it to you in German, but not in Spanish. Which is actually quite funny because even though I'm, it's not my, like it's a foreign language for me, there's many things I know in German, I un understand them in German and I can explain them to you, but I can do the same thing in Spanish. So, which is my first language nowadays. That's. Quite, quite an interesting thing. And how did your parents help you with homework? I think they didn't. <laughs> I mean, I would imagine it would be very difficult. I, Why did they make this decision? I don't know if you know this. This might be just a crazy question. I think, I mean, the one thing that they told me is that um, my mother uh, works for a German company. It's called BASF. And I think she had a few work colleagues that already had their sent their kids to that school. And so it was kind of a recommendation, but more than that, I don't know. And like I told you, it was too long ago. So there's many things that I can't remember anymore. Fair enough. Tell me, I want to ask you the same question. Why did I come to Germany? Yeah. Or why did I choose Germany? Actually, I don't know. This sounds kind of, I don't even know, cliche or weird, I guess, 
but I feel like I didn't choose Germany. Germany chose me. (laughs) But really, because, I mean, I had no idea about Germany. Obviously, I knew it existed and it was a thing, but I had never paid any attention to the country itself. I didn't know about the culture, really, the language. Like, I had zero idea. I just knew I had a couple friends that were German, which was like, whenever I I saw that there, there were jobs here, I was like, okay, I'll learn the language. I have some friends, whatever. But I don't... I feel like I wasn't really thinking clearly when I made this decision. It was just like a new adventure and I wanted to do it because I was young and free and stubborn. (laughs) Probably my parents hated me, (laughs) but yeah, I mean, I really had zero idea. But I I don't think that's unusual. I mean, there's many things that you can only learn once you are in the country. So I don't know. It's a... Yeah, and now that actually if I watch like the Big Bang Theory or other shows and they say something in German or make like a joke about Germany or Germans or etc. I find it weird. I'm like, how did I not catch this before? But now that I'm here, I start listening like my ears catch these things. So I don't know. It's just very interesting that I didn't catch these things before. So how long have you been here? I've been living in Germany for almost seven years by now. Wow. So what are the differences between Colombia and Germany? I imagine that after seven years, you kind of know. Yeah, of course. There's um, many differences and I think you will agree with me uh, about some of them. I mean, you yourself have been for almost two years here. Almost. One Um, and a half. One and a half? Well, one and a half, two. Yeah. (laughs) But um, and by now you have will have noticed many things. For example, Sundays. Sundays are fun. Oh my God, Sundays suck. <laughs> yeah, well. And I can even expand this and not even say just Germany, but in Europe, just don't travel on Sundays. I mean, in Spain, it's the same as here where things are closed. But I think it depends. If you're in a big city, in Spain, it might be different. I mean, you mean you you might find. A, a few shops that are going to be open, but here in Germany, there's absolutely oh, nothing. Hell, there's nothing like Sundays are meant to rest. Yeah. But sometimes you just don't want to rest, and at least back at home, Sundays are just like every other day. You can go to a shopping mall, you can go to a restaurant, to the movies, to yeah. If anything, I'd say maybe they open later or close earlier. But if maybe that is yeah even exactly a thing. in in. Even then, it's just gonna be like two hours. Right. You know, they, if, if if the shops open during the week, like at nine, then on Sundays it's gonna be at 10, 11. Yeah. But you can do like main point you is. You still can go. Yeah, you can do all the same things that you do on all the other days. Yeah. Oh, and even not. Let's not just focus on Sundays, but during the week, if you want to go shopping, everything's already closed at eight, if not seven. Many things at seven. Yeah. Or in the other shops at eight. Which is super annoying for people like us who work, or me that work. I work in Neu-Isenburg, which is an hour away from where we live in Darmstadt. With the train, it ends up, well, an hour away from my work because I have to take a bus, then a train, then another bus before I'm in the city. So I ended up taking an hour. Oh, commuting is fun. And if I Sounds get like out fun. of work late, then I don't make it in time. To go to the shops 
Yeah, and uh, I wish we were only talking about like you know buying clothes and stuff, but we're talking about grocery shopping. It's, oh yeah, <laughs> it's uh, like responsible stuff. This is why I always have milk and cereal at home. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's one thing you learn after you've been a few months in Germany. Like you gotta have a backup yeah. if you can make it to to the shops after. Uh, Although to be fair, they do have the emergency supermarkets. Yeah, maybe two or three in the city that open until like close at ten. Or yeah. even the, the like the the gas station oh, yeah, shops, the uh -huh. but they're expensive. Yeah, and you can't find everything. I, so. I don't think you can find like milk. I'm not sure anymore. I don't know. I've only gone there to buy beer or alcohol. Oh well, that's another point. But we're gonna talk about it later. Yeah. Um, other differences. Public transport is another thing. I actually love the public transport, but I also hate it. It's like a weird relationship. No, but I get you. Like. At least in the United States, for example, from where I live, it's quite difficult to get anywhere without a car. I think there's a bus that comes to my neighborhood and can take you places. I've honestly never taken it, but you can't, you definitely cannot walk anywhere because there's no actual sidewalks unless you're in the city center like downtown. But if you're from my house and want to go anywhere, there's no sidewalk. So not advisable. You pretty much need a car. And here, I can hop on the tram, the train, anytime. It's a different situation. I think it has to do with the fact that we're in a small city. But even in like Berlin and Frankfurt? Yeah, it, it's of course different than in, in, in many places in America or even at home. Like, don't even get me started about like public transport in Colombia or in, like in Bogota where my parents live. It's a mess. Let's leave it there. It's a mess. Yeah. So that's my positive take on the public transportation. I like that it's there and that I can take it. And for me, actually, right now, it's not that expensive because I have my student ticket. So it's not as bad as if I didn't have one because then I think it can get pretty expensive. But this is the biggest lie about Germans. Can you guess it? I imagine it has something to do with uh, trains and punctuality. Yeah, uh, they tell it. you that everyone in Germany is punctual and you can't be late no I mean maybe people are punctual but then I mean but when not you come the Deutsche Bahn here, yeah exactly when you come here you get told or maybe that's just us being naive like yeah everything works perfectly and everything is always on time and the train efficient oh. German efficiency yeah I mean they are efficient here but especially this the, the German train system is based on efficiency and the minute you don't have that efficiency, everything goes south. Have you had an, an experience like that? Where you booked a train and you had to connect somewhere and it, it like the, you had just, let's say 10 oh minutes. Oh my God, the amount of times I have missed my connection by seconds. Actually, you, you, you've seen how the train just Yeah, actually leaves. this happened. I came in, I was, the door hadn't opened yet because you know how it stops and then there's like a second before the door is actually open. And the doors were like were not open yet. Click the button, train drives away. Like I didn't even have to go anywhere. I just had to cross the platform. It was like from four to five or whatever. So I didn't even have to go down the stairs, run it to was the just other two platform. meters, three meters. Yeah, and I just watched my train leave, and then I had to wait an hour. I was going to Munich this time. Oh, Munich! Oh, and like the same worst, thing happened to me. the worst. It was a. And I think the connection was in a Schaffenburg, and it's like not a lot of things that are going on there. No, especially because in that in that moment, 
you just don't think about like going to the city and just taking a look and just take a look you th you're angry that yeah. you missed the connection or you don't know what to do and then you also have like your bags and stuff so i didn't want to carry my bags yeah it's i mean many times it does work but when it doesn't work then it doesn't work yeah or one time i went to moonsta and it started snowing and the train had like an hour delay and it was already a four hour train ride and it was just a little snow it wasn't a snowstorm it was like the littlest amount of snow but the efficiency just wasn't there anymore but at least it was snow you know i can understand that that could be a reason for a delay but sometimes you're just riding the train and suddenly it stops in the middle of nowhere like for real you just see cows and fields and maybe some farms and the train is there and, and i feel like they almost never give you a reasonable excuse they're just like oh sorry we're gonna have a delay we will move again soon all connections will be missed yeah <laughs> stuff like that yeah that does happen quite often but you get used to it i guess yeah i mean germans would say that they don't believe in that efficiency anymore they kind of got used to it that it doesn't exist like half of the time yeah i think every german also complains about the deutsche bahn yeah i would say the same yeah another thing i found weird was walking down the sidewalk at least at the beginning because before i came to germany i was in australia which compared to the u.s is even more friendly like in the u.s people tend to be quite friendly already like if when you're walking by you're smiling or you're saying hey how are you or whatever just like friendly gestures then in australia it's even more friendly people are even nicer because it's just like more chill in general and then oh, wow. i came here and i'd walk down the sidewalk and i would smile at someone and they would just look at the ground like i'd be 10 meters away and they'd start looking at the at the ground away from me like no eye contact I, did that happen to you i gotta admit that maybe it's happened to me but i haven't realized it maybe i'm just socially awkward myself so i can <laughs> maybe you're the one looking at the side yeah maybe I'm, I'm too german in that sense that could be i remember this one time i was walking with marius and toby two of my friends and this one girl we, we were walking one direction this one girl was walking the opposite direction and when we passed we made eye contact so we both smiled and then they both directly looked at me and they were like where do you know her from and i was like i don't know her oh wow. why did she smile at you i was like well i don't know we're just being nice i mean what because people can be nice without knowing each other you exactly know? It's, just a, it's just a friendly but gesture. it's just so funny that they're german and they were like where do you know her from and i was like nowhere people are just nice sometimes yeah you would have to tell me how how it was in mexico or even in the us where you where you lived before but in my case another difference and one big difference was the seasons um colombia is quite close to the equator so we don't have like real seasons we don't have winter we don't have summer we just have almost constant temperatures all year we just have a rainy season and a dry, se uh, dry season so for me when i came here it was the first time that i really saw snow or that i had a summer with a almost 40 degrees celsius that was quite a big difference i don't know how it was for you okay. at the beginning it wasn't that crazy so i don't know here compared to mexico i would say in mexico there's not as many seasons there's definitely more than in colombia 
but it's not the difference is not so drastic like every time i go in the winter i don't really have a coat i have maybe like a light jacket or a sweater but i don't need a winter coat mm -hmm. and even during the day it gets to be 20 22 degrees in the winter yeah that sounds normal right for, uh south american latin american standards exactly so i would say there it's quite drastic to hear but compared to the u.s we're actually pretty similar except in the u.s i would even go crazily enough because where i'm from in morgantown we have like four seasons in one day not even throughout the whole year just we experience them all in one day but it's even more separated as here okay so that wasn't as big of a change for you no as it was for me But a crazy thing that I experienced was, I think it was my first weekend. No, it wasn't even the weekend. It was like my first day in class. That's what it was. And I got out of German class and um, it was right in the city center. So I walked through Ratzkeller and it was, I got out of class at like 11.45ish. It was not past noon and I saw people drinking beer during I mean, the week. I mean, if we start talking about beer, then we got to talk about the good things that Germany has to offer. I mean, you yourself told me before, you start liking, like really liking and drinking beer here in Germany. Yeah, actually, um, <laughs> funny story. But when I was in university, I had a friend that had a gluten allergy. So every time we would go to a party, she would tell whoever was there that she had the gluten allergy, so she needed something else to drink and they would go on a chase to find wine or liquor or something else for us to drink so i started saying i had a gluten allergy too because i don't like the beer that they serve at parties in the u.s at least so yeah then i just had a fake gluten allergy for the rest of my time at university i would very rarely drink beer at parties it was always my very last resort and then i came to germany and i tasted german beer and now i'm a big fan understandably so it's another league i mean i don't want i don't even want to start comparing german beer with uh, american beer because american beer will, will always lose. always always lose yeah i mean yeah what can i say you have so many different beers and you also have like a the, the how do you say it in english the the breweries oh yeah breweries so you have the whole like the whole experience you go there you eat something good you drink you Beer, you have many different types of beer and almost everything tastes good yeah it's amazing and what's your favorite type of beer there's only one right answer oh wait are we talking about like German beer German beer well that's tricky are we talking about normal beer or craft beer to any beer any beer the best beer well I would say if you're talking about normal beer like normal beer it's gonna be koi uh, oh that's my favorite too. oh yeah it's uh it's uh one of the biggest breweries here in, in Darmstadt and region it's just tasty you would have to try it yourselves yeah and Weizen in general is also one of my favorites those are like my two and I feel like any Weizen yeah. I wouldn't even say there's specific ones there there's definitely ones that are better than others uh, everything that comes from Munich or Uh, Bayern in general is going to be good. Like yeah. Weizen, if we're talking about uh, Weizen. Yeah. 
But even bad bites and it's still good. Yeah, well, I don't want to start a discussion here, but <laughs> let's say, yeah, even bad bison is Let's agree good. to disagree. But first, we're going to play a little game I like to call Everything in Between Pre-Check. Are okay. you ready? I'm not, but, uh, well, let's do it. Okay, so I'll ask you some questions and you just try to answer as fast as you can. If you're only allowed to bring a personal item, so something that fits under the seat in the plane, what do you bring? I'd say my camera bag, my, my camera inside, and my cell phone. Okay. What is your plane seat preference and why? Window. Because, do I have to explain myself? Window, of course, window. Yeah, oh. me too. I'm a window girl. What is your go-to airline? I don't have any. Chicken or pasta? Pasta. Okay, so you win a contest to any destination. Where are you going? Everything's paid. Japan. Why? I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> You're on a deserted island, who's with you? Someone I know from Heidelberg, and let's leave it there. Okay. What is your go-to travel outfit? It highly depends. Are we talking about summer, winter? You're traveling all day, so it doesn't matter because once you get to your destination, you're going to change. Yeah. Tea, jeans, and comfy shoes. Fair enough. You have survived. Oh. Now, let's get back to the podcast. Cool. I survived. Yay. So what else do you find good? about Germany. There's surely many things, but what that one that comes like that I think about immediately when you ask me that it would be like the student lifestyle. I'm not a student anymore. You are, so I think you could tell best about it. More or less. So I am a student, but my university is in Frankfurt. So I actually don't go to student things that much. Because it's so far away. It's like I mean it's not that far away. It's like a twenty minute train ride. But still, it's so much effort to go to Frankfurt and then come back home. But even if I'm not going into the city, I think the student lifestyle for me is just kind of the relaxed state of mind that it's not it's not so stressful, you know? It's just, it's school. I don't know. I feel like you just have to go to class, but there's no attendance. So, you, you know, you can take days off if you need to. Not that you should, not that I do that often. But if I, if I feel like one day you know what, I'm too tired, I'm not going to get up, I'm going to go an hour late. You have this like freedom to go an hour late. Or if you want to go on a trip, you know, you can just skip a day of classes. No nothing's going to happen. So I think the student lifestyle for me would be that, that there's, there's no bad feeling, at least for me personally, if I need to take a mental day off or want to go on a trip and want to skip a day of classes. I don't really feel bad about it. I can always make that up. That's interesting. In my opinion, I would say that it's uh, it's like a mix of many things. We talked about the public transport before. So if in, in, in Bogota, in Colombia, um, many people, many of my friends went to this one university and every day they drove one hour or like 40 minutes, um, either with the public transport or with car with a car here you don't need that much time to go to university and if you do it's because you go to university to a different city right like, like you yeah less time that you need for such things and more time that you can spend on, spend other. on other things exactly also you have many student places like we live in a city with with a lot of students yeah I we have like two or three two universities at least two but maybe it's even three i i i don't know i think it's like 40,000 students and 150,000 inhabitants. I don't know. Could maybe. be. Sounds right. <laughs> Sounds right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> uh, 
fact check for next time. So you have many student places, um, or like places that are specifically for students. For students, you have many bars, you have restaurants, you have cafes, you have. You also see many students, like you see young people on the streets, and I think that's a very good thing. It makes things more interesting or less boring, depending on how you look at it, because you will also have other cities in Germany uh, with no big universities or with just small universities and you're not gonna see as many young people yeah as you see here this is always like a thing i use to sell darmstadt because i don't know why darmstadt has so many haters but i always say it's really nice because it's a student city so you always have something to do you're always seeing young people if you go to a bar it's like a cool atmosphere it's very modern very like millennial I don't but it's know. always everything is very accessible like if you want to go you don't how can I say you don't need more than say 30 minutes either with public transport uh, by with your bike or with a car or by foot to go anywhere yeah it's it's a compact city um, with many places uh, where young people go with many things I don't know how to say like Angebote in German many you know offers I mean? many offers uh, thank you for young people but at the same time you have you, you also have everything you need like for your day-to-day -day things right supermarkets uh, pharmacies uh, movies shops everything and even like nicer shops like the crazy thing for me is that in my mall for example in Morgantown it's so bad there's nothing like no good stores and all the good stores are leaving because just no one goes there anymore. You'd rather drive to Pittsburgh and go shopping there. And here, it's like the tiniest, not even the tiniest, but it's a smaller city. And you have really good stores. Like I have Zara, Mango, H&M, like these kind of stores we don't have in my city. Oh, wow. And I feel like these are staples, like must-haves. Yeah, I think the same. And even if you, even the, the stores that you don't find here, you find them in, say, Frankfurt. And that's one, another good thing about Darmstadt, or like the region in general. It's called the region Rhein-Neckar, that's two rivers here. Um, and there, there are many cities very close to another. Mm -hmm. um, for example, um, Darmstadt is just 30 to 35 kilometers away from Frankfurt. You hop on a train and in 18 minutes you're in Frankfurt. But I mean, 20 minutes is nothing. Yeah, it's, it's super fast. It's super fast. If you in, in forty minutes, you're gonna be in, in other two cities called Mainz or Wiesbaden. To the south, you have uh, Heidelberg, you have Mannheim, you also have Stuttgart. Uh, one and a half. It took us one hour with the Flixbus. Okay. Train, sorry. Oh, even closer then. Yeah. One hour. Then you also have um, Hanau, Aschaffenburg, which are two other small cities, but also in the region. So it's very well connected. You also have the uh, the uh, Frankfurt Airport close yeah and a shuttle that's directly there yeah so in 30 minutes you're there and from there you can go fly to the everywhere. rest of the world yeah i think at this time it's the third biggest airport in europe so wow. that's something yeah um and even if you want to stay in darmstadt we always have these like different fests like this weekend it was oh, the, the season, season events yeah yeah and then in July we have the Heine Fest, and then I don't know. There's so many different things. Like even in all of Germany, in the Christmas season, you have the Christmas market. Oh, the Christmas market. That is cool. Yeah, that's really cool. I don't think if, if mold. I don't know if mold wine is a thing in in America. 
I think it is, but not like here. Oh yeah, here is important. Yeah, and it's really good. It's very good. That's true. You go to the Christmas market and you drink one glass of wine or maybe or not. maybe more maybe too many that's actually like my mom's favorite thing about germany really? she loves oh, hot wine mine loves a mold wine too she always asked me to bring like a i don't know like a bottle home when i fly Have you? for christmas <laughs> i think i did it once did it taste just as good it was the one that you can buy here at the supermarket do you so have to warm it up yeah you have to. did it taste good do you remember i don't remember but i kind of i'm gonna say yes it tasted good okay we will test this next christmas oh yeah <laughs> You gotta t tell me how it goes. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I think by now we've talked not only about the good things about Germany in general, but also a lot about Darmstadt. Yeah, you're right. So I guess it was a good decision that we came to Germany. What would you say? Of course. Um, at least in my case, the mere fact that I've been here for, for such a long time already means that there's good things here. I mean, I think we, we we talked about many things, many good things that are important, but that's not everything. We could also talk about work, work conditions here, um, more about the education, um, healthcare system, healthcare system, and eventually you find things here that make you feel at home. Would you ever go back to Colombia, like permanently? I mean, that was my goal from the beginning. Even when I came here, I knew that eventually I would go back home. It's just that with every day that passes, that goal kind of... Fades away. Not fades away, but I postpone it. Yeah. Indefinitely. I mean, I know that I'm staying here for the next few years. At least that's my plan now, but God knows how we, what will happen, actually. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Well, what about you? Um... I don't know, I guess it depends. <laughs> I mean, what if you got a job offer that you couldn't... Pass up? Pass up. Yeah, then I would stay, obviously. I don't know. I just... Um, in the Right now, I just don't see myself going back home in the near future. But it all depends. I mean, right now, I have my studies, so I know I have to stay and I have a reason to stay. So I just need to wait till next year and see what kind of offers I get. And if there's something worth staying for, then I'll definitely stay. And even if something doesn't pop up right away, I think I would give it a chance, maybe a couple months before I give up and go home. I, I get it. I mean, you didn't come here and you didn't spend, I don't know how many years, say two, three, four, just to go somewhere else because you didn't find a job like right after you graduated. Right. So, and like, I already learned German and I don't plan on learning German yeah, for you, you make use of it. two years and then... Exactly. Okay, that was nice. But it's actually quite interesting when you've spent so much time somewhere else that now you can call home like two different places, in your case even three different places, home. Right. And it's hard because of course you have like your family back home in Colombia but your whole life is here, so it's have, it's hard yeah. to distinguish home from home. Yeah, and even even I, I kind of mix two places when I talk about home. For example, when I'm talking with my German friends and I talk about home, they will ask me, are you talking about Colombia or are you talking about Germany or in this case, Darmstadt? And I'm like, let me think. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, I meant home. I said home, but I meant Colombia. And in other cases, it's, it's going to be, oh, yeah, I meant Darmstadt because I'm home here. Yeah. So that's interesting. And I guess in your case it's even crazier because you've got so to say three homes yeah yeah now it's difficult now mexico's starting to feel more like home again 
because I've been there more often. I've visited more recently. And my family, we have been meeting there every time. So it feels more like home. That's interesting. And I believe that the more time you spend here in Germany, the more difficult it's going to get to distinguish one thing from the other. Or maybe the more time you, you, you spend here, the more you're going to start considering Germany your home, home dun, main dun, dun, home, dun, don't first tell my home. Mom. But yeah, so thank you so much for joining me on the podcast and thank talking to us me. about your experience. Thank you for having me. It's um, I think it's really interesting because uh, it's been such a long time that uh, many things have happened and I've had a chance to reflect reflect about many things myself. So, yeah, thank you for having me and I wish you all the best for the future. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you everyone for listening and we will catch you next week on the next episode of Everything in Between. Bye! Oh wow, that was difficult. It was... It was actually quite cool, but difficult. <laughs>